calling all aspiring investment professionals. Get a leg up on the competition. Final registration for the August CFA exam ends on May 14th. Register now to secure your spot. The CFA designation is a gold standard in the investment world, opening doors to high-powered careers and impressive salaries. Head over to cfainstitute.org to register. Don't wait. Take control of your finance career today. Hello, and welcome to this episode of CFA Institute's Take 15 series. I am Dr. Michael McMillan, Director, Ethics and Professional Standards at the CFA Institute. I am joined today at the second annual Middle East Investment Conference in Abu Dhabi by Dr. Amlen Roy. Dr. Roy is the Managing Director and Head of Global Demographics and Pension Research for the Investment Banking Division of Credit Suisse in London. Dr. Roy's research links global demographics and pensions to economic growth, inflation, asset prices, sectoral allocation, insurance, and health. Thank you for joining us, Dr. Roy. My first question is, what are the key demographic trends over the past 10 to 15 years that have brought us to this point, and do you expect them to continue? Uh, yes, uh, Mike, I expect these trends to continue in the future, but uh, it's important putting the trends into perspective, and I typically argue that what most people in general have their perspective on demographics is too narrow, too outdated, too jaded, and pretty wrong and incomplete. We argue, as you will see in today's conference, uh, I will argue that we do not understand demographics. And to cite Peter Drucker, who's been uh, cited as one of the biggest management gurus of 20th century, he says demographics is the single most important factor that nobody pays attention to. And when they do pay attention, they miss the point. I will argue most of your audience, including most of the investors, still really need to get to the point on it and understand demographics better. The trends we've been seeing have been declining fertility rates, increasing longevity. The outcome of this or the um, uh, or the conclusion of this is increased old age dependency ratios, which poses a big threat to pensions, healthcare, and long-term care in not just the United States, but in the oldest countries of the world, which are Japan, Switzerland, Italy, and Germany. European governments are spending to the extent of 86% of their expenditures on these things, and these promises are fiscally unsustainable. Peter Drucker saw this in 1976. Unfortunately, all of America and rest of the world missed out on it until GM Chrysler Ford started facing the pensions pressures. Thank you. Now, what, as an investor, what are the implications of this? What should we be focusing upon going forward? What industries, what companies, what regions should benefit by this trend? What, what industries, companies, and regions should be hurt by, this tre by these trends? Um, first of all, it's very important to understand 
that your question needs to be put in again a proper context by me. If you look at industries, countries, sectors, wearing your old mindset, you're likely to be very, very definitively wrong. Just to give you a point, in 2006, picking a leap from Peter Drucker's book, I told the European Commission, and again at the CFA Institute conference in 2008, predicting that Greece, Ireland, Portugal, and Spain will go bankrupt because of pensions promises. Governments were making unsustainable promises, just like GM Chrysler Ford had, which Peter Drucker had mentioned in his book in 1976. All of us ignored it and went wrong. So it's very important to understand demographics is not about people numbers. It is not about death rates and birth rates. Demographics is about Mike and Amlan as people. And as people, the two most important characteristics of people are consumers. As consumers, you and I consume about 70% of GDP in UK or in US. Mm -hmm. uh, since you're based in US, we need to understand why you are different than your brother, best friend, father. Why am I different than my brother, best friend, father? If we were sitting out here 30 years ago, most of economics and finance and most of CFA Institute would have made the mistake of saying that the average consumer, the average investor, we would be wearing pinstripe suits, white shirts and red ties, looking like clones out of an IBM boardroom book. Today, your tie is a very fancy designer uh, pattern tie. You wear a watch which is very different than my watch. Uh, he's dressed differently than we are. And we need to understand consumer and people differences much more across regions and sectors. Now I go to which regions are we going to be most bullish on? I see quality of life being very important. I see demographics in terms of consumers and workers being very important. So emerging markets are very good because there are more consumers. Consumers, more population means more consumers. More population later of the right age could mean more workers. Workers create the GDP, consumers consume the GDP. So in that respect, emerging markets are likely to do better, but emerging markets have very, very big other issues. Sustainability issues, income distribution, political unrest, democracy, human rights, other issues which are already playing out. Now in the Middle East, you could see them playing out also in Korea and other countries. In my limited wisdom, I do think the best countries still uh, in terms of growth are going to be commodity rich countries going forward, which are, going, which are the likes of Australia, Canada, South Africa, some of the Middle Eastern countries, because there are going to be a lot of food pressures, there are going to be a lot of commodity pressures, which takes me to which sectors are we most bullish on. We are most bullish on pharmaceuticals and biotech, because as all of us grow older, uh, the first question we wake up from bed and ask is, can we wake up? And then we get to our drugs, prescription drugs, and that cuts across both rich and poor countries. We are also bullish on financial services, because if I'm going to live till 87 and I've retired at 75 or 80, I still need to have the money, the wherewithal and the resources financially to be able to deal with my old age. And that insurance factor means that today's financial industry is inadequate, ill-equipped to deal with the challenges of the next two decades. And the CFA Institute is doing a wonderful job of promoting diverse views, understanding the changing parts of the world. And therefore, I do think it's important 
to have new products developed, more risk management, more active asset allocation, newer products for insurance as the pensions industry changes. We are bullish on leisure and luxury because there's growing inequality in the world, more than 300 billionaires in China, four out of the top 15 richest people in the world come from India, yet India has very high infant mortality rates. Because of that, we find the rich people buying the Lamborghinis, buying the Louis Vuitton, buying the Rolexes, and we are bullish on that sector. And lastly, we are bullish on infrastructure and commodities because every country in the world needs new infrastructure, whether it's the Middle East or it's India and China or Peru and Chile or it is US and UK. As we globalize, as the countries change, as people change, we all need new infrastructure. So the top six sectors are emerging markets, pharma biotech, uh, financial services, uh, leisure and luxury, infrastructure uh, along with uh, real estate and resources. Great. Thank you very much. Uh, my next question is this. As an analyst or as an investment manager, what demographic variables should I be focusing upon in doing my analysis and research? Demographics is amongst the two biggest issues in the world. It is misunderstood, misinterpreted, and not understood well enough, even with due humility, by universities, CFA institute, etc. However, they are all making a step to try and understand demographics, but if we just look at counting the number of people in the room, their ages and their genders, we miss out on consumer psychology, behavior, and understanding how demographics impacts inflation, GDP growth, current account, sectors, um, government budgets, and if we don't understand any of those, you could not be picking the best stock or the best bond because we lose sight of the woods for the trees. Okay. When we try to do it, there's a misplaced emphasis on very quant models that I've taught and I've understood uh, as an academic. And we really need to mix understanding of those quantitative models with a better understanding of human and individual behavior. So demographics affects GDP growth, it affects inflation, affects commodities, affects real estate and asset allocation. Uh, therefore, the fundamental drivers are all affected by demographics. It is amongst the top two problems in the world. It's far more bigger than a valuation model or a discount rate that a CFA institute or we in universities spend too much attention on. <laughs> Great. Thank you very much. Um, are there any new or developing demographic trends that we should be sensitive to or start monitoring that weren't uh, particularly uh, prevalent five to ten years ago? Absolutely. Women power and youth power are two things that people didn't consider. And today the power of youth is causing turmoil and uprooting of regions, uh, regimes in the Middle East. We are seeing women, uh, there are more women millionaires in the 20 to 30 year age group in New York as well as uh, in London. And with women power and with youth power, we really need to understand how young and old also behave. A very, very nice book which the CFA Institute could really learn from, and I've learned a lot from, investors have learned a lot from, is a book written by Hillary and Bill Clinton's chief campaign supervisor. Every finance person uh, dealing with U.S. stocks or bonds should read it. It's called Micro Trends 
by Mark Penn. Mark Penn is the king of consumer surveys. He's the guy who coined the term soccer mom, hockey mom, that we apply now to lots of other political leaders. And we really need to understand how is US society changing in terms of technology, in terms of leisure, in terms of um, uh, religion, in terms of uh, workspace, etc. And therefore, I really do think that it is paramount for us to understand changing people before we understand changing investor behavior. All right, Amrin, um, in summary, what industries and regions do you think will benefit from the trends you have just described that we have faced over the past 15 to 20 years and which will benefit from the future trends of women and youth that we see developing right now? Um, and thank you, Mike, and that's a very good way to summarize. I would think that emerging markets would do very well, commodity-rich countries will do well, but most of all countries which are proactive to understand and develop policies to deal with changing populations. We are growing old. Some countries have to deal with the old population. Some have to deal with the young populations. So I do think countries where the policymakers are sensitive to demographic changes and adopt the mindset of understanding consumers and workers. How are you as a consumer or me as a worker different than what I was 10 or 15 years ago? Those countries and sectors will be more successful. So standing today, I do think pharma and biotech is a sector which would be successful globally. They've been resilient right during the crisis. Financial services would be successful. Leisure and luxury would be successful because we are seeing growing income distribution disparities across China, India, Russia, Uzbekistan, as well as the developed countries, US, UK, Switzerland. Um, and lastly, most of all, we need new infrastructure all over the world. And therefore, we are bullish on commodities and real estate in a lot of the bigger cities, as well as in the resorts. Thank you, Dr. Roy for sharing your thoughts and insights on this very important issue of global demographics and their financial market implications. And thank you, viewers, for joining us. To browse our collection of other multimedia products, please visit us online at cfawebcast.org. Copyright 2011, CFA Institute. No part may be reproduced, stored in a retrieval system, or transmitted in any form or by any means, electronic, mechanical, recording, or otherwise, without the express prior written permission of CFA Institute. This program is designed to give accurate and authoritative information in regard to the subject matter covered. It is distributed with the understanding that CFA Institute is not engaged in rendering legal, accounting, tax, investment, or other expert advice. If legal advice or other expert assistance is required, the services of a competent professional should be sought.